Is your fear of being judged holding you back from reaching some of your goals or even fulfilling your career aspirations? The fear of being judged holds back so many people and it starts at a really young age. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to give you four ways or four things that you can do to help you overcome the fear of being judged to the point where it might be detrimental to your dreams, your goals, aspirations, or your career. Hello, good morning, afternoon, night, whatever it is where you are listening. This is visit number 20. Oh my gosh, this year is flying. Visit number 20 to the self-improvement room. I am your host, Christy Davis, and I am very excited, as usual, to be here and to have the privilege to talk about the stuff that I freaking love with you guys and to have you interact and send in your questions and your feedback about the show. So I appreciate you. And today I want to talk about something that will hopefully help if you are in this category. And I actually think it's probably a much, much larger category than we may expect. And that is the fear of being judged. And I'm talking about more than just a little fear. I'm talking about the kind of fear that stops you from moving forward in your career, that stops you from chasing your dreams, that stops you, if you're a teenager, from participating in school activities that are of interest to you because you're fearful of being judged. Now, fear of judgment can be a significant barrier that holds back, as I said, probably quite a lot of individuals from pursuing their true aspirations in life. Now, having a music career for as long as I have had, I've definitely had my fair share of being judged. In fact, I would say that I'm probably at expert level now. And whenever I'm judged, I just don't give a shit. (laughs) I do not care anymore. But that took a lot of work to get to that point. And of course, throughout my life and throughout my career, I have absolutely been fearful of being judged. And unfortunately, at the time, rightfully so, because I was in a position where I was judged every day. In fact, I'm still in a position of being judged. A lot of us are. If we are willing to put ourselves out there to make change, to do something different, to, and we're all unique, so we're always kind of doing something different. But if you step outside of the pack just a little too much, you could be setting yourself up for judgment. And that is okay. (laughs) In fact, that is what changes the world. But if your fear of being judged is so significant that it's stopping you from taking these opportunities, from making a difference, from impacting the world then here are four things that can help you move past and deal with those feelings. So the first one that I would like to offer you today is self-reflection and understanding. So I really believe that the first step in overcoming the fear of being judged is to stop and reflect. And I mean self-reflect. Understand the root cause of the fear. 
So take some time to have a look where the fears could be originating from. Are they from past experiences? Is it from expectations from society? Or is it self-imposed pressures? Understanding the underlying factors can really help you gain some clarity and perspective, enable you to change and reframe your thoughts and in the beginning it will just allow you to at least challenge your thoughts and that's really important. So if you are looking back reflecting on how you feel and what thoughts you are having in regards to being judged, if you can spend enough time to dig a little deeper then you eventually will start to see patterns and you'll start to realize the root cause of your fear. And once you start to do that, you can start to undo it and make a difference. And that leads us to the second thing that you can do to help reduce that fear of being judged. And that is self-acceptance and really embracing your uniqueness. And I talked about that uh, as a music career coach. That was something that always came up was embracing your authenticity or your uniqueness because that's what people love. It's what people hate and it's what people love. So you'll find that you'll be judged for being unique until that uniqueness is recognized and brought to light enough for everybody to jump on board and go, I'm a really big fan of such and such. And then that increases everybody else's acceptance around your unique qualities. Now, that obviously is is talking about fame and music careers, but self-acceptance and embracing who you are is a really powerful antidote to the fear of judgment. We need to recognize that everyone has their unique strengths, their unique weaknesses and quirks. We have to learn to embrace our individuality and understand that not everyone's opinion matters. In fact, most people's opinions don't matter. And by focusing on what you love, your true passions, your hobbies, your values, your skills, you can build a career that really aligns with who you are as a person. Remember that genuine confidence comes from accepting yourself and not seeking validation from others. And that's a really difficult thing because we all want validation. We all want somebody else to validate who we are and how we feel and why we feel what we feel. And social media, like I talked about last week in last week's episode, number 19, social media is definitely great for that. Um, It can also make you feel really bad because of the uh, keyboard warriors who are also trying to make themselves feel, feel good. But we don't need validation from the outside if we can offer ourself the validation through self-acceptance. And again, that was something that really changed my life. It made a significant or had a significant impact on who I am as a person as soon as I started accepting who I am as a person. Number three, And this is something that I was never very good at and still, I believe, needs a lot of work on my behalf. And that is surrounding yourself with a supportive network. So having a support group or a support network can really play a crucial role in overcoming that fear of judgment. Now, those people around you, that network, they need to be supportive 
Otherwise, that will increase your fear of judgment. But surrounding yourself with people who believe in you, who encourage your growth, who provide you with constructive feedback, and again, there needs to be a certain level of self-love and self-acceptance to be able to understand the difference between constructive criticism and just criticism. But you need people in your corner who are going to give you that constructive feedback, who are going to encourage you to be who you are. That network is incredibly important for those times that you are trying to step out on the ledge and do something different. When you are stepping out and chasing your dreams and your goals, having that support network makes all of the difference because you are are less likely to be as impacted when you are judged because you have a support network there ready to help pick you up when people are putting you down, which again, if you're doing something, anything in life, that's likely to happen. The other thing that you can do, and this is something that I do quite a lot, and that is seek mentors or join professional communities where you can connect with like-minded people who understand your aspirations, your dreams, your goals, and they can offer guidance and support. And I've found because of the type of person I am, not just with ADHD, but am also on that end of the ADHD spectrum where I continue to work a lot and I am always looking forward to what's in the future and trying to live my best life and it's hard for me to find people that understand who I am as a person and the way that I think. So I usually seek out mentors to help me to my next level but also to understand me, to understand what is going on in my kooky unique little weird brain and uh sometimes you can have you can have great friends and I've got beautiful friends uh who I love and adore but even sometimes they don't really get where I'm coming from because they're not in my world whereas a mentor or a professional community those people are in my world they're in a similar world so they have an understanding that perhaps my friendship network doesn't have or my family doesn't have so that's they're really good places to sort out people uh like-minded people so you can feel more supported building a network of people who uplift and inspire you will absolutely boost your confidence and it'll help you navigate the challenges that you will have along your career path or within your work or life in general so surrounding yourself with supportive people a supportive network is absolutely crucial to overcoming the judgment or the fear of being judged. And lastly, and I talk to my kids and my teenagers about this, and that's cultivating reliance and embracing failure. And that's a hard one because nobody really likes to (laughs) embrace failure. But I don't actually believe in failure. I believe there is succeeding and there is learning. So I think we need to cultivate resilience and embrace that learning aspect instead of failure. 
fear of judgment often stems from that fear of failure. Now, again, because I look at it as learning, I don't really feel like I fail too much these days. So therefore, I have a lot more resilience when it comes to being judged because I know that no matter how I am failing, I am learning and I love to learn. So learning is an inevitable part of life. It's also an inevitable part of any career journey. So if you are building resistance and reframing that failure as a learning opportunity, you can help overcome that fear of failure. It's important to understand that setbacks and criticisms aren't indicators of your worth or potential. That was huge for me. I always used to think, oh God, I've failed again. Somebody's criticized me. Like that's me not being worth whatever I was holding, whatever standard I was holding myself up to. Uh, I don't have the potential. I'm not worthy. Instead, I started to view them again as opportunities for growth and for self-improvement. And that's also the mindset that I work on as well. So I have a positivity bias. doesn't mean I'm positive all the time, but I embrace a growth mindset. So I see challenges as stepping stones towards my success. Now, by developing that mindset, it helps me to develop that resilience where I can bounce back from the setbacks. I can learn from my experiences and I can move forward with confidence. And that is a really important part of success, I believe. Now, the fear of being judged can be a significant obstacle that can really hinder you from fulfilling your career goals and dreams. But by engaging in self-reflection and embracing who you are as a person, your authenticity, and building a supportive network, and then cultivating resilience, so growing or building resilience, you can overcome the fear and really unlock your true career potential. You just have to remember that the opinions of others should never define who you are. It should never define your path. What matters most is your own belief in yourself and your ability to pursue your passions. Embrace your uniqueness. Be resilient in the face of challenges. And then step forward every time into a fulfilling and successful career. These are probably the four most significant things that I have done or I have practiced in the last or over the last eight or nine years uh, that have really made a significant difference in my life because, as I said, I've been speaking to a lot of people about judgment and I'm seeing it so strongly, so, so strongly in teenagers and then in young adults and then even in people my age. I think we are all fearful at some point of being judged. But really, where does that judgment come from? It comes from your thoughts and it comes from how you perceive what people are saying. So for me, before my brain runs off with what somebody says, I just say, stop, hang on, let's rethink that because I can put it through any filter that I want. 
and learning to do that, learning to filter your thoughts through different lenses, that opens up a whole new world. It's a whole new ball game. You no longer have to worry about what people say because it really is your perception. And what they say about you is their business anyway. You don't have to be concerned with what others say about you. You just have to be concerned with what your thought process is because thoughts become things. Remember that. And I've said that in so many episodes. Thoughts become things. You are your thoughts and nobody can make you mad. Nobody can make you angry. Nobody can make you sad, hurt or upset. It's only the lens that you filter the information through that will allow you to feel that way. And that might sound ridiculously simple yet impossible, (laughs) but it takes practice. It takes commitment to that idea and it takes practice to actually move through and execute that idea. So thought becomes things. All right. So no more fear of being judged. Well, (laughs) this is the start start of your journey of uh, not being judged anymore. I don't want fear to hold people back, the fear of being judged to hold people back because it's really unfair and the world is missing out on so much potential because people are just holding themselves back, worried about being judged. All right, let's move into this week's question. Okay, this week's question is actually about last week's episode, which was about social media and kids. And this person says, I am a mum of a 12-year-old and a mum of a nine-year-old. And my 12-year-old keeps telling me that everybody at school is using social media. And I just don't know if I should be letting her use social media or hold off a little longer. Yes, that is a hard one. Now, before I move into (laughs) saying what I'm going to say, I do want you to know that this is just my opinion. So before you make any decisions, that's anybody listening, you should always, always seek professional advice. Now, in my opinion, that's a tough one because at that age, kids are definitely wanting to experiment with social media and their friends have got it and then they seem less cool. But I can't tell you (laughs) whether or not you should let your child have social media. But I can tell you that I didn't let mine. In fact, my children didn't even have a phone at 12. Uh, That's something that I held off for as long as I could as well. Now, I think it really comes down to conversations, the conversations that you have with your kids and perhaps putting an agreement in place that allows them to know when possibly when they may be able to use social media and what things they need to be able to demonstrate, what responsibilities they need to be able to demonstrate before you give them access to social media. And that is what I did. And that is what I suggest. So you're not saying no, you're just saying, well, these are the things that you need to be able to demonstrate. And then at blah, blah age, we can look into it. But it's really about having that open communication rather than saying, no, you're not having it. Or just blindly giving your 12 year old social media. So I hope that is helpful for you and I hope that your daughter can appreciate that you are really just trying to protect her. 
All right, that is another week, another visit to the self-improvement room. And next week we are talking about, or I am going to talk about negative or toxic bosses, working for toxic people and how you can get around that and how you can make life a little more pleasant for yourself even when you have a toxic boss. All right, I look forward to checking in with you next week. Until then, stay safe and stay well.